Hey everyone, today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 25, verses 11 through 15, and here's what it says. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver, like a gold ring or an ornament of gold is a wise reprover to a listening ear. Like the cold of snow in the time of harvest is a faithful messenger to those who send him. He refreshes the soul of his masters. Like clouds and wind without rain is a man who boasts of a gift he does not give. With patience a ruler may be persuaded, and a soft tongue will break a bone. So today's passage is about communication. Uh, within relationships. And boy, do I need this. And I'm going to just touch on these verses uh, briefly. And um, I mean, if we was to kind of divide this into sections, I think um, for the most part, it would be verses 11 through 13 or talking about uh, saying the right thing at the right time in the right way uh, and for the right reasons. <laughs> Verse 14 is uh, about that same thing from a negative viewpoint. And then verse 15 approaches it from the standpoint of a right heart. So, as we've seen often in today's text, Solomon uses some great metaphors like uh, red apples in a silver setting. Um, this one makes me think of a painting, uh, maybe a painting that seems balanced and fitting and uh, it fits the occasion, you might say. I don't know, maybe like lights in a Christmas tree and children in their, in their pajamas on Christmas morning or uh, fall decorations of Thanksgiving with turkey and uh, a couple or three families all uh, coming together around one table, all trying to fit all the chairs in and, and there's peace and laughter and love. I mean, it's a picture that's just right. And then Solomon goes on and he says that someone who listens to wise reproof is like a ring or an ornament of gold. So again, it's it's the perfect accent. And, uh, you know, we may not always think so, but repentance, which is what the verse is talking about, it, um, it looks good. It, it's right on all of us. Humility is fitting for us sinners. <laughs> And then Solomon goes on and talks about a faithful messenger being like, um, I would say, a refreshing snow in the time of harvest. Of course, we don't use messengers um, in the same way or um, usually or, or as often as they did in that day. But when the message senders we use, um, most often like text and email, work flawlessly, which is not always that often, but when they do work good, it's just as refreshing as, as a snow in, in harvest. Um, it's, it makes us feel good. Ah, everything's working great. And these are, are ways we communicate uh, a lot today online. So this is one place we really do need to concentrate on using apt speech. And think about some of the social media formats that we use today, like Facebook and Twitter and others. How many people use words fitly spoken 
in these things. Not many, it would seem. I tried to post a, a message, I think uh, three days ago, maybe, on Facebook. Uh, I mean, I really didn't mean for it to be uh, politically biased in any way. Um, I thought I had formed the post very aptly. <laughs> And I explained that every morning I read both liberal and conservative news to help me dis discern the bias on both sides uh, in the media. And I had found that two conservative newsletters have been tagged as spam by Google. And I did searches and I found that this had been happening all over to people with conservative news and not with liberal news. Um, Still, I, I wasn't really convinced or certain that any malignant intent had been done in my case, but the Post was asking if anyone else had noticed any of their uh, newsletters being sent to spam. And uh, I tried to post it, but Facebook would not let me post it because they said it went against community standards. <laughs> so yes, in this case, I thought mine was a word fitly spoken but unfortunately, the metaphor of refreshing snow did not apply because the messenger was not faithful. I think a good spiritual application of what Solomon wrote can be seen in um, Colossians chapter 4. And Paul is speaking in verses 3 and 4. Here's what he says. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ, on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. So, look, we need clarity as we share the love of Christ, don't we? That's very important. A word fitly spoken. And not only that, but we need boldness. And these are things that Paul desperately wanted in his own life. And if we've accepted the same mission that he had accepted, our new mission in Christ, to see more of his glory and to share his glory with others, then we need the same thing. So we can be messengers who deliver the clear message of good news of Jesus. And when we do this, like Solomon said about a faithful messenger refreshing his master, I believe our master smiles as well. Next in verse 14, Solomon uses some other um, metaphors, some weather metaphors, like clouds and, and wind, making promises of a rain that, that never comes. So, you know, sometimes the words seem fitting and apt, uh, but they're lies. And we must be true witnesses of Christ. Let me see if I can read that verse Again, like clouds and wind without rain is a man who boasts of a gift he does not have. So, you know, we, we've got to be true witnesses for the Lord. In John chapter 3, Jesus told Nicodemus, Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen. Um, so that's the way we, we can't really share something that we don't know, right? Um, and th this is just another important part of uh, relating to others and communication. We need to be real 
And people can recognize that usually when we're not real. In Acts 4, Peter and John said something similar. Um, verse 20, For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. <laughs> so I, I think that's a good application for us in communication. Finally, verse 15 of today's text says, With patience a ruler may be persuaded, and a soft tongue will break a bone. And you see all the apt words a person may use and all the boldness he may muster um, should come from a heart that agrees with his words. And as we had just read in the verse before and talked about, um, they must be real. We must have seen them and they must come from the heart. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 uh, says, Love is patient and kind. And patience was, in the last verse we read, verse 15 of today's text, love is patient and kind. And you see, patience is a hard thing, and kindness is like a soft tongue um, that was in our text as well. And God uses these kinds of things working out in our life through our communication and in relationships to, to show others His glory and persuade them, um, like our verse says, towards him. And um, let me just read, a, in closing, a passage from 1 Corinthians 13 that talks about this. I think this is so important in our relationships, in our words, and what comes out of our heart. 1 Corinthians 13, beginning with verse 4. Love is patient and kind, Love does not envy or boasts. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And then down to verse 13. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Father God, thank you for your word today. These words of Solomon, Lord, that help us with our relationships, Lord, which I so desperately need, Lord. Please change my heart, Father, um, that my words and my, my actions might uh, reflect your character, your attributes, and, and show others your glory, Lord. Help me to, to rejoice in you and, and find my delight in you every moment of every day to come before you with, with joy and, and thanksgiving, Father, and praise, and, uh, and then share your glory with others. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.